1: see me doing the following things rolling
2: oh yeah hating yeah
1: patrolling and you know why they constantly got me under observation well they're trying to catch me riding dirty trying to catch me
2: riding (laughs) (laughs) dirty i'm david already is this working i'm tim Uh,
3: i'm
1: guy are you gonna you want to start it there And this is the worst idea of all time. He wants to start it there. Very
3: good. This is the sixth season of this podcast. Um, We are honoured to be joined by David today. Um, We've invaded his space. That's right. And do you know? For a really long time. That's right. As long as a Fast
1: and Furious movie, which is infinity. And this is. I just want to say this for Tim and for context for you, Mm. our. 18th episode Of season six We've seen F9 nine times We've We've checked out The Fate of the Furious Eight times We've completed both We can take both of them Off their darms That's right No of those And we've just Whipped the scab off A fresh Helping Of F7 And uh, we've done it in your company, David. Thank you.
2: Um, Is that factorial? Is that what this is called in maths? Oh. Where it's like nine by nine, eight by eight. Yeah. I think that's, uh, and I think the mathematical symbol for it is an exclamation mark after the number. Yes. That could be what it is. Yeah, I think you're right. I felt the telling moment. There were a few, I mean, I don't want to spoil the illusion for the, the fans, but there were a few moments well, in the watching of this one, which was over two hours long, where I looked over and, like, you just both had the saddest faces. Oh, no. <laughs> You're
3: yeah, the, the yeah, second guest here at the International uh, Melbourne Comedy <laughs> Festival to report this fact to well, us.
2: Well, no, no, no. It was, there was something telling in that when you, Tim, suggested we all try and guess how long there was left. <laughs> uh, you optimistically, I think, went for 20 minutes. Mm. And Guy went for 30 minutes and I went for, and it was 53. I went for 50 and it was 55.
3: Yeah. You got it to the minute, I think. You guessed yeah. 53 and it was. Exactly. And I was so happy for your correct guess, but so oh, devastated by the outcome ultimately. It's a
2: superpower. it is. Yeah. I've finally learned my superpower.
3: It's what happens when the big dog's on campus. He
2: tells
1: you <laughs> how long there is to go in the movie, the book, the lecture. What he does is he checks his watch. Um, yeah, so it, it, this was this is a movie that I, I can say I've been looking forward to. We've had uh on one of our F8 episodes Joseph Moore, Fast yep. and the Furious super fan, and he sort of telegraphed this movie by saying he reckons and he's a he's a super fan. He said wow. this is one of the one of the top ones in the franchise. Yeah.
3: Um he rates it extremely highly.
1: Now, I don't know if this is on account of just for, you know, to 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 give clarity to the backstory of uh, this episode we've done a back to back we finished f8 this morning we opened up you F7 really are pulling this afternoon. Back the curtain that's right and maybe the reason that it was a, a slightly more exhausting watch than I would expect on the first
3: screening of an action film yeah is that <laughs> I'd already had my fill of these characters today yeah. well yeah. then let us let us because um, I think we're in the same boat I think we felt the same way David. Let's check in with you. Someone who didn't watch a Fast and Furious movie before this one no, today. No, I've never
2: seen any of them wow. at all. Ever? Not, Not even just today. just today? No, I'd never met Gary Fast and Brian Furious, the two <laughs> the detectives. <Twins>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Twin detectives. What,
2: what did you think of them, these violent cops? I, I, I really, it was quite one tone, the whole thing. I was really struck by that. I And I thought we would have more of a comic foil. Yeah. like There, there weren't really any jokes in it. Tra- traditionally,
1: in the movies I've seen, which are the latter two, uh, yeah. it's yeah. Roman and uh, Tej or Ludacris. Ludacris and Tyrese. Yeah. They're the quippy guys. They're on the side. <laughs> they're, th- they're throwing things back and forth. They, it didn't feel like
3: they got given as much to do comedically. No. There's a lack of comedic beats. I, I wonder, like... Um, so, a couple of things were going on. I don't know exactly, like I don't have all the numbers and stuff, but it seems like this is, you know, this is the seventh movie in the franchise. There's a lot of money on the line. There's a lot of international markets to service, yes. and that is going to um, sort of dictate a bit of a uh, like a, a monocultural approach. I- and humor's specific. It calls upon you knowing some context and then subverting expectations. But when you're trying to take over every country at the box office, it's quite hard to serve comedy to everyone, right? Mm. So that's out the window. Number two, Oof. Paul Walker died in the yes. making of this film. And that's got to put a bit of a... Everyone walking into the cinema knows this. And yeah. it, it is top of mind. I, <laughs> it would be... an uh, Yeah, and you know... It, it's, it's hard to crack funny when you're at the funeral for... Of, it would have of been the real funeral a of the very
1: actor resonant film for fans of the franchise knowing that as you go in and mm. also sorry to start at the end of the film but oh. they have a, a sort of a montage you know the last scene it feels as though they filmed the very end of the movie and it's always been my belief that all movies are filmed or should be filmed chronologically it feels like that's what happened here. And all of the actors are reflecting, and then there's a final scene, and they're really playing, you know, they're pulling at the emotional heartstrings. And even though I'm not familiar with the franchise, I'm not especially familiar with Paul Walker. It's the first movie I've seen him in. Uh, It had a resonance to me. I felt, I didn't well up, but I felt emotion. I felt a swell of my
2: heart. I wonder if that will happen now with the 30-something viewings of (laughs) all of the remaining. Every time you see him, you will be thinking of that. Yeah. Did you get caught up at all, David? I mean, be, I so I didn't know about the tragedy, mm. and then so I was just like, "This ending's boring." <laughs> <laughs> and then it said for Paul at the end, yeah. And then, but I mean, your theory is interesting that as a mark of respect to Paul's passing, they removed all of the comedy <laughs> from the entire film, and that was a big leap. I just found, as someone who loves. Structure. I mean, that's that yeah. sounds like a lame thing to say, but I like. Do you know what I like? In it, I like the campy James Bond films. Yeah, where you know you've got murdering James Bond, and then James when he's just waiting for his willie to fill up again. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and there's none of that in this. Yeah, at no point d- does Vin. <laughs> Reflect. There's very little reflecting. It's,
1: it, well, it, it, there's there is the reflection. And also, when you're talking about the Willy being filled up, which is a beautiful turn of never it never heard before. It's yeah. fantastic. It does make me think because these movies are, they, they always feature sort of scantily clad women. You see a lot of skin, but there's a real lack of. Uh, sexuality or horniness you know they're, yeah. uh, they're around, there's a they're around the concept or the idea of like sexiness a lot yeah. but no one seems to have a libido or seems to be driven i mean they don't yeah. have time they've got so many problems like to solve and missions horny to run. adjacent
3: and but, even the stuff where they're trying to covet um ramsay as a sexual object which they really do a lot in this film it's, it, it feels like a bunch of um, prepubescent schoolyard boys who were trying to Doesn't like feel cool. crack jokes, not from a place of authenticity, but like I think this is what you're supposed to sound like when you like girls.
2: So yeah, I mean, so we're looking at a 2015 movie. Yeah, in the later films, do you feel that post Me Too, do you feel that the, the sort of patriarchy of the driving man has changed at all? No, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, you know,
1: and, and, and it's a credit to the franchise. Uh, I, I will say, at the start of F eight, there's a scene where Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel are in bed, and you can. There's palpable chemistry oh, wow. and sexual tension. You know, like you can. It actually reads. In F nine, there's nothing. And this, I was disappointed to find again. There's nothing. Like I actually want to feel attraction or well, emotional got- connection between characters instead yeah. of just like. Fucking overcoming a series of made up obstacles or technical problems. Yes. Yeah. It is it is it's a tiring way to be treated as an audience. You're not, and then again you're not being given like the, the levity of humour or functional humour. And so there's no like emotional connection between the characters. No, none there's whatsoever. No, there's nothing to really smile at. There was that scene in Abu Dhabi, uh, where the car <laughs> goes through three buildings. Yeah. That is actually with reflection, quite a lot of fun. And also, David, you kinda you called it. I mean, you had no idea how long the scene would go on
2: for Yes. No, I, I thought see in, in a stupid film like this, from I feel when I would have gone to see in my say in my teens, there would have been like a, a, a comedy angle where if you're if a car is going to drive through three skyscrapers okay one of them will involve someone in the bath or showering maybe yeah, yeah. covered in soap yeah. yeah and a car drives through the bathroom yeah. and they you know i guess i picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue it's or right. whatever
1: ultimate slapstick what if the car one of the wheels slipped on a bar of soap? Yeah,
2: this is good.
1: <laughs> and then like it's spinning out and it's spinning around a family, hip, like with their eyes closed, doing a doing grace or prayer before the meal, and they don't even know the car's in
2: there, you know? Yeah, it's uh, and then another would have been go through like a uh, like a church, maybe yeah. a funeral or something. Great, and yeah. the car goes straight and it, yeah, through. Yeah, they
1: accidentally get the um, the cast the open casket yeah. in the back of the car, yeah. and, like the,
2: the deceased is <laughs> driving around on their mission with them. I hate to give. No- notes to a movie from eight years ago that was phenomenally successful
1: <laughs> well but, to the tune of what was it one and a half billion a half dollars bills,
2: yeah. but but uh, yeah <laughs> it's just like i mean guys i don't want to be too bleak about this because no, i no. respect your undertaking and all of your terrible <laughs> ideas you don't have
1: to do that either. if
2: at any point in this film one of the main characters had been killed and they constantly kept nearly being killed. I don't think it would have affected my mood at all. (laughs) Mm. Like even the actual death of one of the real actors at the end didn't have a huge effect. And then I also feel a shark was jumped when so they reversed, they all reversed their cars out of airplanes. And we're hurtling towards the ground yes. till they release their parachutes. That's
1: right. That's how it works.
2: But so you were like, Phew, lucky they open those parachutes in time. But about four scenes later, Vin drives his car <laughs> with a hot lady in it off a cliff, and they just sort of bump down. Bum, boom, 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 boom.
1: Before bump. that you'd guessed there was gonna be a, a you thought, Oh hey, we'll remember there's another parachute yeah. in the car. <laughs> of course.
2: <laughs> I thought the logic had been set up that they, there is a bit of real world yeah, we repercussions. Are, ex- we're
3: in a universe where physics work roughly the same as how you understand it.
2: Cause and effect. Uh, but then, Vin drives it off a cliff, smashes it, lands at the bottom, and he gets out and just sort of creaks his neck a few well, times. Well, that's
1: where you, you carry a lot of tension after those sorts of crashes. <laughs> is the neck. That's Ram- why you see a lot of them
3: cracking their neck. Ramsey's in the car too, and it's like, he did it to save her. And, it, it, you, These movies keep flirting with a superhero type uh, quality to particularly Vin Diesel's character. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, fine. Dom Toretto can drive himself off a cliff. But then there's a whole other person in the car. She would have perished, undeniably. No, well, she, let's, t-
1: we can talk a little about Ramsey because this is our, we've spent a lot of time with her. She's in F8 and F9. This is our introduction <laughs> to her in the franchise. It's the introduction to the concept of God's Eye, some sort of sort of tracking
2: device that so has this is the first time you met Ramsey in yeah. this in this one
1: so we met her at the same time and yeah I uh, she brought a very different sort of I don't know if Tombra is the right word but an emotional and like almost a different acting style in her introduction she was being kept as a prisoner yes and they they sort of crack onto the vehicle in which she's a moving prisoner and they open it up and she was um doing like almost a different version of acting would you say
2: Ye- yes well because the rest of it is so single tone where they're all just driving very fast and nearly dying <laughs> to, ha- to introduce then someone who's like guys we could kill ourselves yeah. you were thinking this could be interesting yeah, yeah, but then she just comes across as like the shrieking worried person yeah you're
3: right
1: the temperature of the volume on it gets turned down
3: as across the course of the movie she learns that they are invincible yeah <laughs> That's so true. She's kind of the voice of physical reason, reminding these characters at the start that it's like, you know you could very easily kill yourself and me in this situation. Yeah. And then she gets caught into their um, their malaise about their own mortality.
2: Yeah, I I do think... I mean, again, I, with respect to this great project you're undertaking, when you <laughs> S- said... Stop with the fucking qualifiers. When,
1: Hang the shit you want to off of us.
2: When you said there's 20 minutes left, you said there's 30 minutes left, and I said there's 55 minutes left, and there was 55 minutes left, I feel it could have ended at any point after, I'd say, the 15-minute mark. Mm. And, like, it, it was building up to some denouement. What? But do you ever watch Paw Patrol?
1: I've seen some.
2: Yeah, so Paw Patrol is what three-year-olds are very into mm-hmm. uh, at the moment, and it's just a series of so someone will be one of the dogs will be learning to ski, mm-hmm. uh, shoots off the edge of a cliff, yeah. but another dog is learning to fly ah, and picks them up on it. That's good storytelling. And, and then the plane runs out of gas, but another dog is so on a boat. To freak. <laughs> My point is, there's no arc to the episodes. It's just, and this, I feel we've just watched, we spent two and a half hours effectively watching the longest episode of Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote, you know, (laughs) you very rarely reach the end of an episode of Roadrunner and you're like, whoo, I don't think I'll put myself through that again. (laughs) And... I, I feel a bit the same with that. Like that could have gone on for another six hours yeah. of just... It does. There two more. Actually, you're right from the other side, we can attest.
3: It's very cat and mouse and it kind of um it makes you think why what worked about like tom and jerry wiley coyote and the uh, the roadrunner like it, oh, was it the interesting traps was it, it the, was a, it's the out, it's the outlandish violence i mean
2: i
1: i'm a big roadrunner fan it's what it is is it's, see, it's seeing the far-fetched concepts that wiley coyote, com, coyote comes up with yeah and like it's the creativity and the ways in which they fail uh, and that that creativity in this franchise is like basically the ways in which cars can collide with each other.
3: Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is too limited. And, w- and it's different,
1: you know, like with a cartoon, you know that they're sort of impenetrable, but like it's it, it can, I guess, become frustrating when it's people. Also, I just want to say while I remember, because this is this is a, it happens twice in the movie. And it's like it's really funny, I think. Vin Diesel and J- Jason Statham's the bad guy in this movie. So we've just spent uh, eight screenings of Fast State where he, he sort of begrudgingly partners up with everyone. And this, he's totally oh, he antagon-
2: to, he, in the future episodes. Yeah, yeah. He has to become he's one, one of, of the them. gang.
1: But in this, they're enemies. Because in the movie before this, F6, Vin and the family have damaged his brother. And so he, he's introduces the old brother. And he's like, him and Vin are operating on the same level of like phenomenal, you know, spy, driver, yeah. agent who are like basically impenetrable to bullets and, you know, everything. Yeah. And they're sort of facing off and there's a little bit of cat and mouse. And, you know, that it's probably stipulating their contracts that neither of them can lose a fight. And twice in the movie, their fight arrives at like the zenith at which they're both in their cars at yep. the opposite ends of the street. And they just drive towards each other at full speed. And like for a franchise that is so familiar with bending the laws of physics and like finding creative ways for vehicles to move through <laughs> space and time, it's just so satisfying and kind of crazy to see this very straight down the line decision of being like, yep. It's a and, head-on collision. And they'll drive as fast as they can at each other and neither of them will move. I guess it's communicating that they're on the same level, that neither of them will bow down. But the cars just drive into each other twice. Like, yeah two hours between it they do exactly the same
3: thing you're really
2: expecting a trick
3: someone to spin out or i'm just happy
2: that wiley coyote didn't have that in his contract (laughs) probably didn't have such a powerful agent in hollywood as the roadrunner well so he could get his comeuppance because i think that might have added to my enjoyment of the movie maybe if didn't like we spent two and a half hours watching it I don't think anyone really learned anything, you know. Any of the end, characters? Oh, certainly not. I, what I could
3: have been learned from this movie? Like, if there was a lesson to take away, you yeah. know, what 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 even attempt at a moral lesson could you try and pull out of this movie?
2: The well, they allude to sort of white picket fans' lives some oh, of yeah. the time. The characters, mm-hmm. some of the characters do. Mm. So maybe you know, just retire to the shore and like grass is always greener almost. Yeah. Or maybe I've I've done enough of this now. And while I have enjoyed, Mm. say, fighting a man with two spanners for over 15 (laughs) minutes, I now want to work in a thrift store and Mm. raise money for a cancer charity.
1: Yeah. I mean, it would become boring in its own way eventually, but it would, provides some welcome respite <laughs> yeah like you do that's what you do miss it's light and shade isn't it and you need you need variants of uh rhythm and pacing and like what's happening on sc- like if it's just unrelenting
2: which it, it is it's unrelenting but but my problem with it guy is that it didn't See, every movie, you pick a reality that the thing takes place in. So, for example, if you're a bleak North of England movie about a woman who wants to be a magician during the miners' strike, you know, you pick a sort of bleak reality of Mm. 1980s. So, whereas this, like, in a way, what I wanted was either some more of the realness, as in for someone to... Like, there was a point in it where um, The Rock... Just he was in prison, or sorry, he was in hospital, yeah. covered in plaster of Paris, yeah. and he just pulled it all off yeah, and yeah. left the. Ho- you can't do that, but at the same time, I would have liked to have seen him then be like driven over by a steamroller, and suddenly he's like thirty feet long. Yeah, you know what I mean, and maybe so, twenty feet wide.
3: It was too awkward a straddle for you between. Them getting caught in the reality, the, yeah. the, the, the mundanity of real life physics. Yeah, what would, is,
2: I don't care about any of these people. It would elevate,
1: if they, in, if they did genuinely in, interpolate like Looney Tune style. <laughs> Bodily consequences that we knew they would recover from. Like when Ramsey jumps between the vehicles, I was speculating it would be nice if she became Mr. Fantastic <laughs> and like yeah. elasticized and we saw her get stretched out. Yeah. And then maybe that's the reason the cars come back close
3: together because, you know, the elastic. I mean, look, tonally, it just wouldn't work, would it? I but don't it'd be an interesting but thing to, to say. But what they're doing, does that tonally work? Well, yeah, because they made $1.5 billion. And the thing that I kept thinking of watching this movie is like, it does kind of bum me out how successful all these movies are.
2: Yeah, like, like the mega blockbusters of 20 years ago, it seems, were kind of more fun. Yeah. Like Ghostbusters, mm. Back to the Future. That's am not I, 20 years. Am I missing something? Okay, well, well was, Jurassic Park.
1: That's not 20 years oh, either. No. 30,
2: <laughs> these are all like 30
1: plus years, old man. <laughs> they, I'm not saying they're not more fun. But, like, this franchise was alive 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. franchise arrived 20 years ago is and, that right? and possibly has become oh, that progressively right. less fun. As you were saying at the start of the podcast, Tim, more people are watching it. There's more pressure on it.
3: Mm. It gets flattened out. Like, it's whatever personality it has. I hate that, man. I like, I hate that in all aspects of life. And this is why I, I have a um well it's related but a slightly similar path i have an an instant distrust of any organization that has more than about 80 people in it i just don't think it can work
2: so and what are you saying
3: things get too big and they get shit anything that's a little bit big is is terrible
2: well i've never seen credits go on as long as the ones at the end of this are you saying the f and f team is too it's, big they've it, lost sight of yeah. it's more than said, money it's more than money
1: catering should do stunts as well
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean who knows like maybe when you get back to, to the first one which i haven't seen mm. it'll just be like a two-hander you know no, a single single yeah. locked off shot
3: i think it'll work because it didn't have the weight of a whatever 300 million dollar production budget that yeah. has to like Make three x on that for everyone well, and, to be happy. Uh, it, yes.
1: a, they're also they're trapped inside of the one up, but you know the stakes of one upmanship at this point, point. and you see it bleeding into the the next movies. Oh but it's god, like the, yeah. The, the, the creative variety they need to introduce with stunts when it's like you are happy. I even said it out loud at the start when they're just doing cars driving quickly, like the first chase scene between Statham and Vin Diesel is just yeah. them driving through Los Angeles it's extremely literate. quickly. Yeah, and it is it is. Very straightforward and enjoyable to watch, and I guess it's, te- it's that's before they've totally exploded the fact that this is set in reality, and it's yeah. kind of enjoyable.
2: Yeah, I, but I mean, but we all get to pick our reality. Like the the James Bonds are interesting. I think it's in the, the the last Pierce Brosnan one where he's in a he's in a plane that's landed on the sea, and he breaks off one of the fins at the back of the plane throws it down and surfs off on it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like this is fine i'll have this yeah that's this is fun whereas none of this was fun it was so fucking loud guys Okay, well this
3: is you've, you've brought up james bond a couple of times let me quiz you on like i'll try and find where you're jumping the shark moments yeah. might be. um the invisible car which i think is in die another day going through the ice palace <laughs> well, Love- you're on board for yeah that?
2: i'll have the is it Octopussy Where it's the Citroen 2CV That's sliced in half Yeah And then he's yeah. still driving it
3: Yeah I'll, That's I, a real comic my, And from memory as well They've got like cartoon sound effects <laughs> sort of the, all,
1: I think all of the stunts Are self-serious in this movie There's no yeah. sense of play To any of it There's it's no all sense li- of it's, play. All, it's all life or death Yes. Even though there's no actual death available to the, like they're, it's, they're almost trapped as demigods.
2: Tra- wow. This is an interesting idea that it's, they are just trapped. Yeah. In, it's like the idea of heaven. If you think about it, you are kind of trapped there and say so you weren't digging it that much. <laughs> you still have to stay there forever. Yeah, and that's what this movie felt like—a bag of grenades. You're like, I'm gonna explode all of these in my pants, and and you'd still be absolutely fine. That
3: is sort of what you're seeing with these characters: is a being that is carrying the pain of a a person that cannot die. They can only keep being injured. (laughs) Both emotionally and physically, it's, so they're just scar. They're just scar tissue. They're increasingly more scar tissue than our person. It's
2: basically a vampire tale. Yeah, but with with cast. Yeah, and it's, it was. <laughs> I mean, so in the and in the Paul Walker montage at the
1: end, you could see like you can see they were so young. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. they look completely different. And even in these little flashes of the moments in that montage, like I'm really looking forward to those early days. Also, this movie kind of, in a lot of parts, looked like shit to me. Really? Yeah. I think it was the early days of them having, like, really high, like, 4K or something, because everything's a bit too sharp, and you can really see people's, like, makeup.
2: Oh, wow. On their face, I noticed. They certainly, they're still in the era of the sort of post-Matrix fight. There's There's one camera shot that's used all the time where... The, it, the camera sort of travels around the fight. Yes. I know there's the famous Matrix shot. Yeah. Of the it wasn't high bullet kick. time, yeah, it, where they it, sort it, of freeze time no, and rotate that, around. But, but I think it's sort of like son of that. Yeah. So every fight then kind of looks the same as well. Yeah. I'm, I, 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 I'm sorry to, to beat down on this. No, 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 no the sun
3: was shining through before, and I was like, I'm so confused about what the time is. I looked at my watch, and it's like 4 p.m., yeah. I'm so disoriented. <laughs> well, wow, we've been living in the fast first since 9 a.m. this morning. It's so it's genuinely and so disorientating. I-
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with
2: factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
3: This episode is sponsored
1: by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight.
3: That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember,
1: and the benefits were immediate and long lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month that's BetterHelp, H E L P. dot com slash all time. Uh, well, uh, I, to, to try and turn the tide on perhaps us highlighting some of the less enjoyable parts of the um, the movie, we have a segment, David, called the Shining Light, in which we celebrate a moment, a character, anything that you might have sincerely enjoyed. Yes. I uh, does anything immediately spring to mind, or would you like us to sort of delve into what we enjoyed, and then you can you can load one up?
2: Well, I. Uh certainly the when the rock appeared yeah no one's very good at acting in this movie so mm-hmm. everyone uh, everyone just speaks in this yeah and and i did enjoy imagining them actually filming these scenes because they are on closed streets in los angeles yeah and cuz they're generally the way if if there's a quiet scene like when uh, paul's domestic we see his domestic bliss yeah. just before a parcel arrives that explodes it, it's just boring scenes and mm-hmm. because you know there's going to be an edit point to a massive explosion in a second so i did enjoy imagining them who are all probably very good actors who've come through the la theater yeah, scene yeah. doing this awful dialogue but no my point is <laughs> when the rock arrived in it I mean, I never thought I'd say this sentence. He brought a little more range thought, to the whole thing. He thought he lifted it. He smiled at one point. Yeah. And I've just, I've never felt so happy.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's, <laughs> and that, you know, I guess that's relative to how happy you were feeling inside of the world. You, you know, you must have felt happiness.
2: Oh, in my life. Yeah. Generally. No, no, no. I, I live a pretty happy life. <laughs> and generally, There are movies that bring me joy, not necessarily bring me joy, but I look at the performances and I'm really enjoying these people have taken me somewhere. But that just took me, I don't know, like, you. it's sort of like an incel film in Mm. a weird way. Yeah. It's just it didn't seem to have any emotion no love mm. in it mm-hmm. and uh yeah, yeah it's just
3: wall to wall violence and not technical just loud
2: and drums going yeah and what i also enjoyed was if you're ever wondering how you should be feeling at any given moment, if you listen really carefully, they've put a sort of nylon atmosphere, synth sound that's a minor chord if something terrible is about to happen or a major chord if you're supposed to be happy. Yeah. So I, I guess I enjoyed that aspect of it. <laughs> uh, I found that really helpful as well. As
1: a fellow idiot, I, th- I thought it was very nice of yeah. the movie to hold my hand through my emotional response.
2: <laughs> the, my friend used to write on um, one of those Nickelodeon... Yeah, Uh, like it was was a show called like Claire's Rules or something about a divorced dad who had uh, two daughters, okay? And there was the action centered on the 10-year-old and there was a cynical 14-year-old and the cynical 14-year-old's main role was for kids who were five years old who were watching it might be a little bit lost. So the 14-year-old would arrive in once or twice an episode and be like, wait, Let me get this straight. So you are going to go to his prom dressed as his mother and just reiterate the plot of the thing that had happened before. It's very neat to
3: have a recurring
1: character and just
3: take that load.
1: talk a little about your external reference points from Fast and the Furious being a Nickelodeon (laughs) show called Claire's Rules and Paw Patrol (laughs) and the (laughs) fact
2: that you think Back to the Future is 20 years old. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am a caveman. <laughs> remember, that, remember that caveman that was defrosted uh, about 20 years ago with my little satchel. My um, my arrows are all in my quiver. Yeah. I have a frozen dog beside me. Yep, that's me. Hard to place you. I you. I mean, you also. I was thinking as I was watching this because
1: this. You know, you are an avid cyclist. You in fact have your own cycling show. Yes. in the UK. I. Is the absence of bikes... Like, what do you think the the franchise's relationship to cycling is and how would you like to see them incorporated to the the world of the film?
2: I I would... it, It certainly would have changed the relationship between all the characters. The shot where they went through three skyscrapers <laughs> would have been very different yeah. even on e-bikes yeah. that would have still been very difficult it, to it do. would have
1: been pretty, it would have just been someone biking into the the, the glass window of a skyscraper
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean but even then we could have had some fun with the you know that you hear the sound of them being stuck to the glass and yeah. you hear the famous slide, squeegee s- kinda, squeegee yeah. cartoon sound yeah, I guess with bikes they could have just ridden through the foyer of the three buildings yeah, then, yeah. and I would I would have been happy with with that. I think
3: I would love that direction for the franchise if they, because like the, some
2: of the funnest bits are when they're doing parkour.
3: And if they got some fixies, you know, some BMXs or something, it's and they the, had to like yeah. do a chase. The
1: tragedy is we because we know that you know the, the likelihood that it moves towards um, you know green transport or yeah. e-bikes or anything that's in the future. As and you move back,
2: backwards, yeah, but we know I think our fate is consigned to the, the cars to are going to be doing less
1: um, tricks. Do you think any of the characters would suit a bike? Um, I,
2: I'm, I don't. I, I, I mean, I, Do you think I, Vin I, Diesel can ride a bike? I mean, even the name is a giveaway, isn't <laughs> it? I didn't realise how limited an actor he was. I, 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 I'm, slightly, I'm, I'm slightly surprised by how charmless he is in it. Mm. In that he doesn't seem to smile or do anything with his eyes. He clen- he's got his f- fists clenched the whole time. He's got his, <laughs> yeah. It's a kind of emoting. He just speaks in this kind of sub-aural tone yeah. of what, I, Like, it's possible he's just a like a ventriloquist dummy. Is that possible? That Vin Diesel doesn't even exist. It could be. What
1: was the line that antagonized you? He said, that's a problem with the street fight. Oh,
3: The street always wins. That's exactly it, Guy. You've nailed it. Yeah, there was but a, that's the writing, not his delivery.
2: I mean, there is something I feel that it could take from those stupid... The stupid era of James Bond films. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even the the kicker line just yeah, before yeah. the thing happens. Well, and
3: I feel like they have attempts at those, but they're dog shit. They're really, really bad. dog shit. Yeah.
2: Now, is that to do with the popularity in the Far East and the fact that people don't want comedy because comedy is a sign of weakness? Yeah. So therefore, you just at any point when anyone seems to have any emotional feelings, they just have a helic a car drive into a helicopter. <laughs> yeah,
3: I I think. I think it's that, but it's weird, it's because like there's so much money gone into this movie, but then there's so much dialogue that there is there uh is so little care. Yeah. So visibly it's, so little it's, care it's gone into they the writing. Know, they of they it. know
1: people aren't coming for the dialogue.
3: But it doesn't just do it a little better. It doesn't feel hard well, to me to like make the script a I little think, bit better. Uh, another. What's hard is like smashing a car through three skyscrapers yeah. Yeah. and filming that sequence. What is not hard is improving the script. Yeah. But
1: it's got to, you know, even if you got someone to do it, it would then have to pass through so many sets of eyes
3: that whatever you know, progress was made would be stripped. I guess that's what's happened. I guess that's what we would see the result of. I and mean, this goes back more, to my, my cynicism and deep suspicion of any well, large organization. Well, do, you, you go.
2: do you think anyone's ever beaten off while watching it? Yes. Certainly. Do you think it would be possible? Because there's nothing in it that is, it's just such a boner shrinker the whole film.
3: Yeah, there's some, um, there's some butts on some women. Like if you were 12, it could be done.
2: I don't think I just don't think that happens anymore because there Not used now. to be a real butt famine. Yeah. So if you ha if you there were some butts. We're some, living in butt feast times. Yeah, yeah someone yeah. would be like the there's some butts uh like particularly, you know, someone would recommend say Betty Blue or some quite bleak French film. Yeah, it had some butts in it. Yeah. So you mm. might pop that in the VHS or whatever. I don't think anyone's ever You underestimate the work ethic of some of these young masturbators. <laughs> But uh, yeah.
3: you, you've you've been frozen for too long.
1: No, to no, remember. no.
2: But, but but the point David's making, which I think
3: is completely right, is that there are the market is saturated yeah, now. Yeah, you, you don't, don't need to
2: the fast movies. You don't for need it. to look yeah. at
3: Fast Seven to whack off to. Yeah, you've got the internet in your pocket. But again,
2: oh. it's just it's sexless. It's romanceless. It's mm. I, I, I. What are people seeing in this? What am I missing? Well, I I think maybe it's time for us to
1: introduce some shining lights. <laughs> uh and I think for me I, I've sort of, we've already sort of talked around it, but the If the, you take mine, I'm fucked. The cast no, it's the it's the it's the discovery of the car in the penthouse. It's the whole comedic setup of oh, that. Yeah. It's like they need a piece they need a piece of technology and there's a side character who they're in Abu Dhabi and the side character says, Well, I sold it to a, a Jordanian okay, well, prince. Let's
3: do our fans a little service here. We're talking about God's eye, which is something that's in the subsequent films oh, which yeah. we've seen because so we're going in reverse. Yeah, Ramsey's order.
1: created, which is why she's
3: a valuable resource. Uh, I didn't realise that Ramsey made god's eye well, but that is revealed in this movie so know you know and she sold it she gave it to a guy for safekeeping who then sold it to a
1: jordanian prince
2: but he glued it to the underside of a ferrari first he he glued it to the
1: underside of some or he uh, he put it inside of a, a muscle car that goes it goes top speed of 242 miles an hour and it's bulletproof but which it, is just like every car that everyone <laughs> his friend has been driving yeah. already and roman's standing next to the guy describing it like am i the only one who's a little turned on and you're you're watching it, and you're thinking, dude, like you, these cars are a dime a dozen in your life. Why Absolutely. is this suddenly interesting? And yeah, the Jordanian prince keeps the car atop of a penthouse that he lives in in Abu Dhabi, famous for having very high buildings. And so the, the Wiz Khalifa Tower. That's right. The gang has to go undercover, and so they dress up in their glad rags. Finn Diesel's wearing a a collared shirt and a suit. Yeah, I mean, we saw a flashback big. of him
2: getting married in a white singlet. Yeah, the guy <laughs> yeah. can dress up. <laughs> I mean, it's just this is such uh, it's Stockholm syndrome chat where you're delight. You're like, Vin Diesel wore a suit. As my shining light in this movie. That's not it. You've been it's, beaten down. It's
1: Vin and Paul Walker getting. They break into the room. They find the car and like it's in its little showroom. Yeah. And Vin Diesel says something terrible about a beast being locked in a cage. <laughs> And yeah. that line was my shining light Because I was like That's of the world And it's fucking stupid But like the people who are watching it You know yeah. the fans are like, yeah, like yeah, man, yeah yeah, yeah was It's like he's talking beast. to me
3: With my three kids And my shit yeah. job yeah. I'm the car See <laughs>
1: And then it turns out that this muscle car doesn't have brakes, and that's why they have to drive it through three buildings. Yes. Also, I was thinking: imagine if, when he slips on the bar of soap past the the bathroom, if when he, <laughs> and then he then goes through the funeral. If somehow he doesn't get the whole casket, but the body comes out and the soap replaces it, and someone's going to say their final words to their granddad, and there's just the bar of soap. <laughs> I got
2: I you know, your I brain's break, working in an overdrive. To, I'd, I'd be like. um, he, uh, he slipped away. Yeah. As they all look out the window, like this, and the priest uh, yeah. crosses himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that could have been a powerful. God. I can't believe I'm doing Punch Up on the most <laughs> successful movie of 2015. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: but you're doing Punch Up on your own comedic premise that you're trying to wedge into the movie.
3: Uh, for me, Kurt Russell. Yeah. And I think it's a introduction, tr- introduction to the character of Mr. Nobody. And. For very similar reasons to what you were describing before, David. He comes in with a, you know, cock of the... What is it? Cock of the cock walk? Cock of the walk. Cock yeah. of the walk. He's confident. He's got some of that old Hollywood charisma.
1: Yeah, Real got,
2: swagger in his step. Yeah, that's... No one's got charisma in this film. There's, mm. a, there's a distinct... You've got to give it to Kurt Russell, though. Yeah, Kurt Russell absolutely He's he got
0: does. it by the
3: bucket loads, but he, he's not... He's in it a little bit, like it keeps sort of popping up, which is great because you need a little drink of Kurt Russell in between this desert of charisma. Guys, this two is... Two hours 20.
2: So this is number seven, is it? Correct. So you've got to go watch another six times. But like, I want
3: to remind you that we watched Sex in the City 2 and 1 52 times apiece. <laughs> so this is, you know,
2: you're not no. dealing
3: with some it's, rookies it's, here. I, no, you're dealing it's, with seasoned it's true. pros. There, but there is, you know... It just seems
1: as, so rela- like as, as time marches on.
3: You don't need to worry about us. We know what's
1: coming. It's like, but this is like so. This is like a this is like a you know a prize fighter who's like you don't need to worry about me, man. I've been in the ring thirty five times. Have you he, know, I've 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 gone toe to toe with the best of them. I've won the world bout. and it's like yeah, but he, you're he, concussed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. have, he, have exactly. you seen that
3: clip that like, does the rounds every now and then of a. It's a woman fighter and her face is completely <laughs> fucked. Like she's basically got one eye completely I've shut. I've not seen this. I'm squeamish bruised, hearing about she's it. She's cut. She's bleeding from different bits of her face and she's doing a post-match uh, interview and she's like, it was a great fight. And, you know, I had a, a wonderful time. I can't wait to get back in the room. It's like, you need to be in a hospital now. Like you look so fucked up yeah. and that's
2: that's us. I just, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, it's incredible that you do it. I am reminded of the, I don't know why, but there's a, my, my favorite sports quote of all is Vitas Gerolaitis when His uh, Vitas he was a tennis player. He won the U.S. Open a couple of times in the, in the late 70s. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Connors used to beat him every time. And he finally beat Jimmy Connors. And in the triumphal interview on the U.S. Open court afterwards, he says, nobody, beats Venus garyllitis 17 times in a row. <laughs> and I'm kind of reminded of you guys. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> so good. Oh,
3: shit. Ah, uh, hell. Um Okay. Favourite character, least favourite character. Wait, wait, did you do your Shining Light? Yeah, Kurt Russell, oh, Mr. Nobody. Yeah, just yeah. To, I know I'm supposed to pick a specific no, moment no, no, or whatever, whole, but it's when the we get to see him, him first. Yeah. It, was there a favourite character and a least favourite character from you, David? Oh,
2: my God. I mean, they do just tend to blend into one, I guess. It's too easy for you to write off the entire film.
3: I know Someone it is. Made, A whole team of people made this.
2: Yes. And I, so many people saw it. So uh, the, the I'm going to go with The Rock, purely because he has uh, one of his breasts is entirely tattooed. So it looks like a Frisbee. So there was a point where I was losing all hope. He was in hospital recuperating yes. just about an hour before later he would just rip off all yeah. of his bandages actually
1: about two hours I mean it's incredible <laughs> that your favourite character is The Rock who basically features in the movie for a combined five minutes <laughs> well, so it's screaming out that the more exposition any character is given the worse they become to you well, he, what was the line you said though while we were watching it so the imagine time, having, so having like, a peg is, that's so big it looks like a bike helmet a tat. <laughs> <It was laughs> like he, so he, he had one like I was looking helmet.
2: at his at his breasts yeah. and that was so I, I think he's my favourite character if only for that reason nice And I mean, this is basic, but Vin, I feel just let me down constantly. Mm -hmm. You know, he was like a um, kind of 90 year old, like they brought Dick Van Dyke back to be in the (laughs) new Mary Poppins or something. Uh, that's not even true Because I think Dick danced In I was going to say Dick still got it Dick, Yeah Dick still I know, got it I think it. he
3: was recently Had some uh, An accident in medical Or something But like I've seen him recently In interviews He's more charismatic At age 95 Yeah Than Vin Diesel is at You know I don't 48 Don't
2: get it I just don't get Vin I I, I, the, I, didn't, I just didn't get the charm I mean I'm missing something. Something I was dropped on my no, head as a well, baby. I maybe, just yeah. I'm missing something. It
3: might be And that. Uh, I guess it's good for us, but I guess this is my fear for the future of the Fast and Furious franchise, which I now am invested in. Weirdly, uh, maybe it was the pairing of Paul Walker with Vin Diesel. You know, you needed both. Paul, there were two sides Paul, of this coin. We have
1: barely spoken about Paul in this episode, and yep. I will say. You know, with what he was given and what we saw, I did li- I did like having him in the mixer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's 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 got X. He's handsome. He's fucking
2: handsome. He is handsome, yeah. But uh he so they the they sort of lifted the end of the Italian job. Yeah, The climax for Statham
1: them. was in a remake Of The Italian Job by So the, way. the
2: bus is Well he should have Mentioned it to the writers <laughs> but, So the bus is on a cliff yeah. And Walker Manages to Scamper yeah, over yeah. it But like Whereas that was The climax of The Italian Job That was like Seven minutes into yeah. this movie And we it just continued With Various other It's one of the yeah. challenges.
1: It's it, like these movies have blown people's attention spans and expectations yeah. from action movies and they're sort of living with these self-created consequences where it's like we need a big set piece at the start to keep people to get people's attention. It's, and it's like if you do that, then where do you have to go? Yeah. That's yeah. why you've got cars and space. I,
3: I think this is the perfect <laughs> movie for our time, and it's so analogous to like what we've done to ourselves with yeah. social media and devices and stuff, where it's just like we're just these pieces of shit on the couch uh-huh. just fucking flicking on the algorithm going you i've seen i've seen the biggest fireworks in the world i've seen a waterfall i've seen yeah. a dolphin that's why Give me, you, like, i think you got to go small yeah you, you did, know,
1: We the, all need to. the thing to, that gets attention is it's got resonance it's like it, it makes you pay attention you can't just look away and look back and the same explosions happening already. yeah I, we've got to start going
3: inside
2: i'm from ireland and so RTE, our national broadcaster, used to buy the cheapest possible international cartoons in particular Mm -hmm. to put on on Saturday morning. And they would buy like um, Czechoslovakian uh, Iron Curtain era. (laughs) uh, And I remember them because you just watch them because there was nothing else on. And it would literally be an apostrophe chasing a full stop (laughs) with like improvised jazz (laughs) playing in the background. And then... They would chase each other. (laughs) They'd chase each other for a while. And then there would be like a guy with a big cigar would be there. He'd be like, (laughs) which was some sort of analogy for like workers controlling the means of production or in retrospect, that's what it was. So it was, it was the, 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 uh, the most barely entertaining version of this medium that has now become just everything explodes from 30 seconds in. Yeah. And, when something's not exploding you just see a butt a yeah, lady's butt yeah. jiggling and, a, or a car driving through a skyscraper now
3: do they have the same impact does a, a um apostrophe chasing yeah. a full stop have the same emotional resonance as these what were up until quite recently show-stopping movie shots
2: <laughs> i well i haven't seen one of those cartoons for a while but there are times that i'm reading a book and i see an apostrophe and a close at <laughs> a full stop close together and i think you this think used Bev. to be this used to be my playground <laughs> <laughs> this used to be
3: a um social commentary on um- <laughs> communism
2: i don't mean to shed on this no not at all whole project no, but i will i would be interested it's sort to know of the point i know
1: but i, I would you, I, I, you know and it's important for us to know that david is shitting on us not the,
2: the hard-working people at Fast <laughs> well, it and seems Furious like there's Inc. enough
3: shit david slinging out to go around <laughs> yeah. from what i'm hearing
2: i would be interested to know tonally if they change as you go back through time like I think in the early I think,
1: I think they do i think they become smaller i think they become the thing that we're saying we want
2: yeah, more like YouTube videos about oh, yeah. how to uh, fix a tire or whatever. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. the first one's just Vin Diesel with a flat tire and Paul Walker pulls over and teaches <laughs> him
3: how to use a jack.
2: I would love that real
3: father and son kind of moment.
1: It would be It'd beautiful. Be
2: <laughs> like the straight story. Do you remember that movie? It's about like a 90-year-old man who uh, has his driving license taken away. So he drives, before he's going to die, he drives right across the state on a ride-on mower. Uh, to see his brother and he gets there so it's just these beautiful shots where he enters on the left hand side of the screen and it follows for a minute and a half with like rai cooter country music playing and he leaves it and he eventually gets there and he just says i'm sorry and that's the end of the film i'd like to think that that's what fast and the furious one will be like
1: i would love to see your um, wikipedia hyperlink history just to see (laughs) how many of the fucking pages you've clicked on (laughs) um is that we've been talking for a while eh? absolutely well we um, all need to get on with our lives that's right i've loved it and uh not necessarily the screening but certainly the um the breakdown afterwards david and the company has just been thank you so much for your time this will be out in approximately three weeks oh wow is there anything
2: you'd like to say are you gonna put them all out at the same time
1: no they come out week by week
2: i think
3: this will be out sooner be out in two weeks,
2: yeah let's call it Maybe seventeen days Um well i have i have enjoyed uh watching a movie that I never need to watch again okay or the genre yeah I've been mean, so my father is a musician and used to do a lot of m- like music for movies, mm. so a lot of the um Elmer Bernstein, Magnificent Seven, those, they were all recorded in Dublin, a lot of those soundtracks. So my dad plays on a lot of them. So there was always a lot of movie music being played and it was just soft and soothing and beautiful. And I've just watched that. And all I remember is just sounds like... I have a laundry basket on my head And my brother is punching the side of the laundry basket So thank you For bringing me back to that time Wow We
1: do what we can And you know what Man It's a great place to leave it (laughs) Fuck you too